This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. This SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is our weekly visit with Eric Haft previewing the Cyclone football weekend. The Akron game will be played with heavy hearts as we honor the memory of Big 12 golf champion Thalia Barquin Arosamina. We'll touch on that and the game itself, and we hope you'll enjoy our visit with Eric Happ. Eric, obviously this uh, football game on Saturday is overshadowed in a lot of ways, as it should be, by uh, the events of this week here at Iowa State. and. Maybe this football game can be a little bit of the healing process beginning for a lot of people, but it's going to be a very emotional day uh, at Mid-American Energy Field at Jack Trice Stadium. There is just no doubt about that. Well, without question. I mean, it's uh, one of the most tragic weeks that I can recall at Iowa State. I mean, we talk about the plane crash, you know, the cross-country team in 1985, horrible situation, uh, but the brutality of the situation uh, uh, to one of the premier athletes uh, in Iowa State history. Uh, man, that really, that really uh, strikes a chord with a lot of people, and it has. I mean, you look at the outpouring of support, uh, the tremendous job I think our university and all, all facets of that university have done in rallying around uh, Thelia and her family uh, and, and themselves, if you will. Uh, the outpouring of support from other institutions in the Big 12 and, and beyond, um, I think it is, is a wonderful thing, just tragic that it had to happen at all. Uh, tremendous, tremendous athlete, great golfer, yes. I'm an avid golfer, I can appreciate how great uh, she was. Uh, and as a person, I think part of the outpouring of support from people all around, uh, those who knew her, uh, speaks tons about her as well. I think for athletes who are in college at the same time as her, as our football team is, uh, it kind of hits home hard and, and puts things into your perspective, hopefully, for for everybody, including the players. Uh, I know that it's probably been a very challenging week for Matt Campbell and his staff to kind of navigate and uh, work their way through this and, and try to be there for those guys and uh, lend a shoulder for them as well. I'm sure every, every player uh involved you know has a, a different worldview uh, and, and sees things differently but I know they've all been struck to the core by this you know and I think uh, a violence against women is, is a real problem uh, and and I think you're talking about a football team made up of men you know but I think I don't know they don't feel responsible but they, they feel uh, guilt by association I know I do uh, and I think it's kind of a uh, it's a sad comment on, on where we are right now and things uh, things have to change I mean I mean Celia Molly Tibbetts you know a month ago I mean all these things uh, as a parent or grandparent and, and you just uh, it's stunning and, and concerning no question about that. Let's talk a little bit about the football game itself and Akron playing very well, coming off a, a game where they kind of pulled a rabbit out of their hat to, to beat Northwestern. But they're going to come in here with a lot of confidence. You know, and, and I think the fact that they won that game, it, regardless of the way they won it, I mean, it's all about finding a way to get the W. Uh, three defensive touchdowns in the second half, uh, got them over the hump after trailing 21-3 at the break. Uh, that gives them a lot of confidence. And, and I think... Uh, in reality, 
it was good for both teams. I know Coach Campbell says he, he shouldn't have to have the fact that, that Akron won at Northwestern to really get his guys uh, jazzed up and, and really take Akron very seriously. Uh, and that's probably true. Uh, but the fact that it happened makes it a little bit easier, too. And, and I think guys are going to be dialed in, and they better be. Akron is a confident football team. And it's like you see one of the things about uh, the NCAA basketball tournament that always strikes me is the lower seeded team, the teams that win the automatic bids, and they're playing a team that maybe finished fourth. Yeah, one team may have better talent, but one team really believes because they have just won something and they are super confident. And a confident team is a very dangerous team. And Akron has some weapons really on both sides of the ball. Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to sponsor Iowa Farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. But let's talk about this Iowa State football team, which I thought made some really positive strides a week ago. That that uh, has to make you feel better going into this week, knowing that some areas really improved dramatically from week one to week two. Well, steps were taken, and I think that's big. You know, obviously they're not going to use the fact they didn't have the you know week one game, uh, but it was a factor. I mean, there's no getting around it. Uh, in fact, uh, that Colin Newell stepped in at center, Julian Good-Jones out of tackle. I think maybe starting to see that offensive line becoming more solidified, which is very important. Uh, we haven't seen David Montgomery really break loose. He had, he had a good game last week. Uh, I'm looking for a really big game from him today, really, once again, catching the football. Didn't, haven't seen much of that yet, uh, but running the football as well. Maybe give him a little more room to go because I know uh, he's anxious uh, to get out and do it. And, and there are other weapons there, too. We saw Hakeem Butler last week uh, assert himself as a man among boys when it comes to uh, you know, 50 yards downfield. <laughs> I mean, he can make plays, make people miss, run through people. Uh, he's got the whole package. Uh, and, and I was really impressed with how Zeb Nolan played. I thought he was very poised. <clears throat> uh, but those of us that have kind of seen him pretty much have a good idea that he's a confident guy and he thinks he can do it against anybody. He's going to have to have that same focus and ability to, to be dialed in against Akron as he was against Oklahoma. And if he is, you know, then he's going to be a hard guy to move out of that spot going forward. He throws a really good ball. And uh, for Akeem sure. Butler, especially down the field, it was great to see some of those deep throws. You know, and I think that that's an area where Iowa State ha does have some strength. We haven't seen much of the horizontal game yet. And that's not an area that has been Zeb's strength, but he's improved in his ability to put those balls with touch you know, in the right spot. And I think going forward, we're going to see a little bit more of that as the season progresses, you know, and he's going to have to, you know, continue to take strides in that area because, you know, a pass that may be a completion, if it's not thrown on the money, you have about a second, you know, to make that play either a big play or a play that's blown up for no gain or a loss. And hopefully we're going to see Iowa State be able to, to do that because there are some weapons on the edge and in the slot, you know, in Deshante Jones, Tariq Milton, those guys can turn those little plays into really big plays. And, and, and we're starting to see something I said was going to happen last year that really didn't. Uh, tight ends are becoming a real factor in this offense more than just blocking. They were a big part of his offenses at Toledo, no doubt about that. What about defensively? What did you see that made you happy a week ago? Well, the first early in the game, I, Iowa State didn't tackle very well, and it's been a good tackling unit. Uh, but once again, the speed of the game uh, was, was so dramatic, uh, dramatically different from the from the opener. Uh, it's kind of hard. You, your angle's not great, and you, you're kind of trying to make sure of where you are. And while you're thinking about it, 
that guy's gone. I mean, and Oklahoma has some very talented people with their hands when they have their hands on the football. I thought one of the good things was the adjustment to the speed of the game over the course of the game was huge for Iowa State. Uh, second half, I mean, they're forcing field goals and punts. Uh, granted, they gave up a couple touchdowns too, but I think for the most part, it, it was the fact they were able to, to do a good job in terms of keeping them corralled. Could they stop them all the time? No. Uh, watch what happens to Oklahoma the rest of the year, how many people actually stop them. Uh, I thought uh, one of Lincoln Riley's comments after the game, uh, and, and in talk, and also talked to their play-by-play -play guy after the game, and, he, and they said, wow, I don't know how you guys defend us. Nobody else can defend us like you guys. I said, we just gave up 37. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, that's really good. You know, and for us, you know, we like to see it maybe in the 20s where you have a, a more realistic chance to win. But if you go back, one thing about last week, sometimes the margin between winning and losing is such a fine line. Go to the opener. Iowa's touchdown drive, three conversions by inches on third down. But they made those plays. Last year, Iowa State wins at Oklahoma. They force a Baker Mayfield fumble inside the 10-yard line. It's, it's Oklahoma's about to open up that lead again after Iowa State had really had a good response. Uh, Saturday, you get a fumble. Uh, almost the same spot on the field, around the 10-yard line. They end up getting points, making it a two-possession game. You know, we recover the fumble. It's overturned. And I'm not saying it was a bad overturn, but I'm just saying that's how fine the line is sometimes between getting over the hump in some of these games and not getting over the hump. Hopefully Iowa State can take a positive step forward. You know, maybe some of those – the more positive steps forward you take, the more those little plays are going to start bouncing in your favor. Well, and a positive result this Saturday would certainly help going into the gauntlet that's coming up with three top 20 teams, two of those games on the road. But as we saw a year ago, Iowa State was competitive in every game and did put themselves in a position to win every game. And so if they could have that positive momentum of coming off a win, you don't feel quite as afraid of that three-game stretch that's coming up. This is a big game against Akron. I mean, there's no getting around it. I mean, you need to find a way to get a W. And I know you want to show improvement and all those things, and that's true. And I think you're going to have to show improvement to get the win. Uh, but you've got to find a way to, at the end of the game to be on top. I, I think the confidence of the football team is not fragile, uh, but it will be, could become that way if, if you can't win the games that you think you should win. Uh, you're right, there's a gauntlet coming up, and every team will face some in this league will face some form of that. I think a win against Akron gets them back on the right track, really about where most people thought they would be, and chances uh, to beat some great teams. You know, you know, you know my saying, John, can't have a great win without a great opponent. Iowa State is not going to be shortchanged on opportunities for great wins. 9 a.m. is when our broadcast starts on the Cyclone Radio Network. And if you're coming to the game, we want to remind you, please be in your seats at 1045 to be part of that uh, memorial in memory of Thalia Barquin Arosamina. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. 
Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows all state to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. All state fire and casualty insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.